How's it going, everybody? Here to do a short sort of podcast, uh, talking about Eternals a little bit. Um, been reading some articles, watching some YouTubers, and um, it seems like Eternals is on par to be the first really negatively viewed or reviewed MCU film. And I just sort of wanted to give my thoughts. And obviously, I will have more to say once I've, you know, seen the film myself because it doesn't come out until Friday for those of us that are not in the industry. So I can't speak to any real substantial thoughts until then. Which, so I will pick this thought up where I leave off once I've seen the movie. Um, for any of you that might be interested, but I wanted to offer a few thoughts because, you know, I've, I've, I haven't really got on Twitter or anything to see, um, what film fans have been saying or or anything like that. I mean, knowing the fan base, I kind of have a, a good idea of what people will say. You're going to have people all over, all over the place, you know, but it's pretty clear where things are trending it's not looking too good and i think the fan base seems to be pretty pessimistic as of right now um but here are my thoughts you know i feel like in general as a summation right this is a this isn't really based in any facts or again i haven't seen the movie or anything like that but just to bring things in in a a clearer way to define it I would say that you would have a lot of people that would say or have you believe that it's a bad thing that Eternals is being looked at so negatively but I want to offer a different opinion really quick here because whether the movie is actually garbage or not I feel like the MCU was always going to get to this point at some point anyways because there was only one trajectory for the MCU to go um and let's just be real you know um Endgame and Infinity War and Endgame were two halves of one story, and where where it ended with Endgame is pretty fucking high. Um, to know how to to be able to follow that up um, is a very tall order, especially when you're talking about introducing new characters or trying to do something on a galactic scale or on a large scale you know, like you have with Eternals. It's very similar to the same issues as to why I think Captain Marvel doesn't work as a film. Um, Different problems, mostly, but some same. Because something that I've always said is the problem with Captain Marvel is... Well, let me say this first. I think the real issue is the fact that Kevin Feige and company are so beholden on doing 
things and these phases. Here's the thing. The MCU timeline, this is just one big long story. I'll look at it like the Star Wars movies, you know? Like, you have the prequels, you have the OT, you have the sequels, but we have stuff in between. Like, you know, the Clone Wars takes place in between, you know, Attack of the Clones and and, um, Revenge of the Sith, but they weren't made sequentially. You've got Rogue One and Solo that takes place in between Episode 3 and 4. Those weren't made sequentially. So, I feel like there's this thing where they keep wanting to move forward and they want to bring in new characters while bringing things forward. But you get to a place where they've ended up with Eternals. Because now, with Eternals specifically... I think they were always going to run into this problem because it would take a Thanos endgame level event for the people that are portrayed in Eternals to get involved with what's going on because then it's not just Earth at stake, it's the entire universe. So they would have to deal with this issue to some degree no matter what. However, to use Captain Marvel as an example... The problem with Captain Marvel is we're supposed to believe that long before the Avengers ever came together, when Nick Fury was still really young, he met Carol Danvers and had this journey and that through everything that's happened, she's just not been around and he hasn't called her for help at all until the events of Infinity War. That just doesn't make sense. You know, I don't have a problem at all with them wanting to do a Captain Marvel movie. And I understand that because of making certain decisions in the MCU, there would be certain, we'll say, plotline issues. But if they wanted to do Captain Marvel in the way that they portrayed her in the MCU... They needed to have her movie come out either right after the Avengers or even prior to the Avengers, you know. Um, They should have just completely rewritten her character and just had her be somebody new instead of trying to say that her story took place during the 90s and she's already this established hero that we're just learning about now. That really takes the oomph out of the character. I think that's a big reason why a lot of people just did not connect with that movie. Because there's nothing in the movie itself that is necessarily bad. I mean, the action's cool. You know, there's a lot of great set pieces. But because it's so retroactive, and because of the way that... Brie Larson plays the character on top of that, which didn't work for a lot of people. You just have this thing where people are like, ah, yeah, Captain Marvel, that's a thing. You know, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it's not the best. So with Eternals, you have the situation where it's like you have all of these heroes, you have an X-Men level amount of heroes that you're dealing with, this huge team. 
that not only are you having to set up why they haven't interfered until now, but you also have to set up their backstory. I really feel like there needed to be like Eternals Part 1 and Eternals Part 2, kind of like Dune or Infinity War and Endgame. I've from what I'm hearing from a lot of people, the story sounds like it's it was a lot bigger than a two-hour and 30-minute-long movie, you know? That this was a double, doubly long story. And I feel like if we would have gotten more time with the characters, maybe had been able to flesh things out better, maybe people would have attracted to it more. But again... That's just my opinions based on the things that I've heard people say. I have no idea whether everything I've just said is a load of BS or not. Because I can only go off what other people say. Um, So I will say to be continued on those thoughts. But that's kind of where I'm at with this. I feel like, you know... Where I sit as an MCU fan... Is sort of similar to some of the people that I like to watch on YouTube who are uh, film reviewers and, and movie fans. Is Even if I come out of Eternals really disappointed, you know, similarly to how I walked out of Captain Marvel and Black Widow, I'm still glad they're making the moves that they are. And I wouldn't have them change much because... I like the fact that they're taking swings. I want them to try to do new things. You know? Yeah, it means that sometimes you're going to try something new and it doesn't work. But that doesn't mean you stop trying to do new things. You know? It just means you have to pivot. And, you know, figure out what about it that you did didn't work. And what you did do did work. And go from there. You know, like... Far From Home was great. Shang-Chi was great. I know a lot of people did like Black Widow, even though I didn't. So, you know, I've loved all of the shows on Disney+. Plus. I loved Loki. I loved WandaVision. WandaVision is probably my favorite of the shows so far. Um, and I really liked fucking Winter Soldier, too, even though it has a lot of um, script issues. I liked, you know, I liked the story. You know, um, I'm looking forward to Hawkeye. You know, there's a lot of things that the MCU is doing right now that I'm really excited for. I want them to take swings, even if I'm disappointed by something, because otherwise you just get stagnant. So, again, whether or not Eternals is a good or bad movie, I don't really see the fact that it's getting negative reviews as a bad thing, because I feel like. It's further proof that Feige and co. are trying to shake things up and try new things. And as a fan, that's what I want, you know. I'm also not going to be afraid to say, hey, this didn't work. And I'm also not going to be afraid to say, hey, I really like that. You know, it's like, you know, I just got done pre-ordering the Shang-Chi Stillbook Blu-ray because I love Shang-Chi. You know, it comes out at the end of the month, and I really wanted the Blu-ray for it. You know, I love Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi isn't just one of my favorite movies of this year so far, but 
it might actually be my favorite MCU film now. And I'm not even joking when I say that. Like, it's jumped significantly up the ladder for me. Even though Captain America is still my favorite character, other than Spider-Man. Other than Spider-Man. You know? Um, But, um, yeah, you know, I just... I uh, I wouldn't be too worried about it, you know? It's like, I think we all need to go with Eternals expecting a different experience. And I think if we do that, then it'll mitigate any of the fears that we will have. Doesn't mean we'll come out loving it. Doesn't mean it'll come out, we'll come out hating it. But we'll be ready for whatever comes if we're just open to the fact that, you know what, this is going to be a different experience than what we've had previously with Marvel films. So, as I said before, these thoughts to be continued until I've actually seen the film. I will give a... I I am planning on doing a non-spoiler review as well as a spoiler review. This is a big enough movie that I'm going to do two separate podcasts instead of doing it in the same one. So be on the lookout for both of those. Um, and I will see you guys in the next podcast. Peace out.